time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Ow, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, the hilarious comedian Brad Williams, will be playing the Devil's Dozen with Brad in just a second. First, let me thank my real sponsor, Me Undies. Man, they have cracked the comfort code. These guys start with sustainably sourced beechwood trees, and they turn that into like this pulp. And then they turn that into a yarn. This is all true. And then they turn that into underwear that feels like heaven on your skin. The fiber is called Micromodal, a.k.a. Beechwood Trees. And it's the softest fabric in the entire world. Plus, get this, get softer with every wash. And comes in all, they got, listen to me, they got underwear for men. They got underwear for women. They got sleepwear. They got loungewear. It's amazing. Bright colors, Wild prints, pandas, sushi, flames, whatever you want. Me Undies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off plus free shipping. This is a slam dunk because they got a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So to get 15% off your first order plus free shipping, and the 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash pain. That's MeUndies.com slash pain. Go to MeUndies, incredible underwear right to your door. Your ass will thank me. And with Christmas coming up, you got to do most of your shopping online. This will knock off 60% of your gifts and people are going to thank you. So thank me for thanking you or whatever that is. Go to MeUndies.com slash pain. Also, my stat man, Jeff Cesario's new comedy album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming now everywhere. Recorded at the legendary Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And as always, before we get to my guest, Brad Williams, time for the Waterhouse Update. Brought to you by Confound It. Let prisoners do your internet searching for you at Confound It. NFL, Arizona shocks Buffalo on a Hail Mary that Mary herself did not see coming. Pittsburgh pummels Cincinnati. Bengals beaten down like a vegan at Arby's. Cleveland beats Houston 10-7 in a game that had viewers saying, you know what? Maybe I'll go track my Walmart shipment. Packers sidestep Jacksonville like a FedEx driver avoiding a Proud Boys march. Saints Wiley, that Drew Brees had his ribs x-rayed. Luckily, he just enrolled in that Joe Namath insurance thing. That wrap-up sponsored by Instagram Crackers. Photos of Graham Crackers right at your fingertips. College football, Wisconsin dismantled Michigan like John King dissecting Georgia election results. South Carolina fired Will Muschamp, leading candidate for the head coaching job, whoever Trump fires next. Notre Dame abused Boston College. Oops, probably not the right word for two Catholic schools. Indiana left Michigan State looking as forlorn as Rick Santorum on the far end of that CNN desk. covid Did what academics couldn't. They sidelined four SEC games. That wrap-up sponsored by Hexagram, the six-sided telegram. Have your message stick out 
with hexagram. Golf! Dustin Johnson won the Masters, but not until he survived a recount challenge on 7, 15, and 18 from Donald Trump. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1957, the place, Boston, Massachusetts, the Celtics' Bill Russell tallies 49 rebounds in a win over Philly. He even cleaned the glass in the locker room. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Quarantinis. Hard liquor drone dropped right into your mouth from the good folks at Schlatzman's Brewery. Now, finally, it's talk time. Joining me for the Devil's Dozen, hugely funny stand-up comic and co-host of a hit podcast with Adam Ray about last night, Brad Williams. Brad, how are you today? Doing fantastic. That was an amazing Waterhouse Update, but... As hilarious as that was, and as many references that I, I, I want to go back to, uh, did, did you say me undies uses beechwood? Yeah. Say- yeah, they turn wow. be- sustainably sourced. They grow their own forests of organic beechwood, and then they turn that into a, into a fiber. Beechwood has some range because that's also how they age Budweiser. Yeah, so- you know, yeah, it's, it's the, uh, it's the uh, utility infielder of fabric no kidding beachwood <laughs> makes soft underwear and delightful beer that is some range i mean yeah it, 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 science is really an amazing thing now i mean because uh my my wife is a martial artist she has weapons made of bamboo wow our bed sheets are also made of bamboo yes too what yes. other weapon can you do that you can't lay on your mattress that's got ar-15s on it no no you can't next time that quiz comes up at a bar hey what tree would you take to a uh deserted uh desert island (laughs) it's gonna be beechwood or bamboo one of the hey bamboo would be the shrub and beechwood would be the tree you're set i love it perfect Here we go. You know the devil's dozen. Here's how this works. I ask you 12 questions, and here's the twist. You answer. Let's get going. Question number one, Big Ten. What does Michigan do with Jim Harbaugh after Wisconsin spanked the crap out of him? He's like the Betsy DeVos of the Big Ten. He's got a reputation, but nobody knows how to utilize him. Where does this go? Where, Where is this going? Has there been a bigger fall from grace in terms of time than Jim Harbaugh? Because yeah. right before he went to Michigan, everyone was saying, oh, my God, Urban Meyer's in trouble. The legacy of Ohio State is over. Wisconsin will, ne- will never win a game. Nah, just get Jim Harbaugh to coach him. Hopefully they, <laughs> hopefully they still have uh, the Lingerie Football League. By the time he comes back, maybe he could be a coach there. Maybe his team could be dressed in all khakis. Uh, that, yeah. that, that <laughs> sure, that why not? Quite the, twist, quite the twist for the for the lingerie football team. But hey, they also the, the Rock bought the XFL. Maybe he can go to the XFL, or maybe they, uh, I don't know. Maybe Devry is looking for a new coach. Maybe uh, maybe he can lead them to the promised land. It could be the broadcasters. Great recruiting. They just need somebody at the helm to take advantage. That item brought to you by Hopscotch, the scotch that brings out the kid in you. (laughs) Number two, stay in the Big Ten. Penn State getting smoked like a GOP poll watcher in Detroit. Maybe James Franklin, Jim Harbaugh should just switch. What's going on at Penn State? 0-4 now? That's crazy. Yeah, here's the thing about Penn State. Um, 
I'm okay if they never win another game. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even a Big Ten fan. Uh, uh, I went to USC uh, out in the Pac-12. But, you know, but it, 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 and that shows you. That shows you what uh, where, where the priorities lie in, in the NCAA. Because USC bought Reggie Bush a house. They got a bull band for two years. They're – scholarships gone like and the program honestly still hasn't recovered i think part of the punishment was that we had to let clay helton coach the team uh oh. that that was <laughs> that was part of the sanctions um penn state says hey look there's some kids uh, some boys being banged in the shower unconsensually i'm gonna look this way for about 30 years uh that was going on at Penn State, and, and yeah. they got a little slap on the wrist, like, "Hey, one year, just yeah. let this die down, and then and and then we'll get you back." But not USC. They bought a poor yeah. kid a house. That those assholes. And and uh, all Penn State had to do was hand cart the Jill Paterno statue into a garage for a couple of years. That's harsh. Yeah, that, that that's all they did. It, it, it's sitting there next to like, so it's like you either let. Wow, this is how you get statues torn down. You lead the Confederate Army or you turn a blind <laughs> eye to child rape. Uh, Did you use the phrase unconsensually? That's now my new favorite. That's sponsored by Abracadaver, the world's best dead magician. Or is he? Question number three, NFL. Anybody beating Pittsburgh? Or are they a lock here? They could go undefeated. I mean, like, I don't know how Big Ben is doing it. Big Ben looks like Frankenstein's monster, just put together with parts of other quarterbacks. Uh, he, he, he can't run. He's kind of limping down the field. But, yeah. they, but, they, but they do it. I mean, if, if, they win, if they win, if they win the Super Bowl, based on one of the names of uh, one of their wide receivers, former USC great, they just have good juju. They just got some yeah. good juju. All you need, Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, that's all. That's all you need to win. But no, Pitt, Pittsburgh seems like they're for real. They'll probably lose a couple of games before heading in the playoffs. But it, it's strange that the, the, despite that they're the last undefeated team, that uh, still everyone's slurping Kansas City, Seattle, and Baltimore, despite the fact that they got beat last night. Uh, yeah. That's amazing to me. That. Yeah that Pittsburgh is quietly nine and Oh, how are you quietly nine and Oh in the yeah. NFL? I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not, yeah. I have no idea why they're not getting more attention. They have arguably the most uh, avid fan base in the entire league. And yet no one's talking about the fact they're nine and Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, that that's like that. Pittsburgh's like the middle child of the NFL. Like everyone's focused on the firstborn and the baby of the family. Yeah. Yeah. They're not getting it. And you're right. Uh, Big Ben is sort of like the, uh, the uh, hero limping transformer in those transformer movies. <laughs> yeah. He's like the early model transformer that brought to you by Knitways expand a belt funnel pants, pour any belly into a pair of Knitways. Number four, parenting. What's the worst parenting job? You got a kid. How old's your kid now? Like 10, 10 months old 10 yesterday. Months, yeah. 
Whoa, happy birthday. So we all know the joy of uh, holding the baby and the uh, the just innate love involved in the, the complete and utter joy of watching your wife handle the baby and, and just the beauty of it all. What's the worst parenting? Oh, the worst? Uh, the, 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 the worst part about parenting has to be uh, the ill-timed uh, feces cannon. Uh, oh, the ill-timed, the ill-timed feces can sounds like the worst attraction at a circus. I think but, they uh, use that at uh, Mississippi State in the SEC. They just fire that off into the bleachers. The ill-timed feces cannon. The ill-timed feces cannon. I mean, I mean, I say ill-timed like that means oh no, there's a good time for a feces, feces cannon. cannon. Right. Uh, but no, the ill-timed. Species Cannon is when my wife was about to change our child. Uh, I wanted to help her out. She'd been working really hard. So I go, honey, I got this one. I'll change the baby. She hands uh, our naked baby to me. And then right when she does, that's when the ill-timed feces cannon (laughs) just goes off. Like my face looked like the field after a team wins the Super Bowl from the confetti cannons. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. All over, and uh, yeah, um, uh, I'm sort of a feces reveal cannon. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, turn yeah. the handle the wrong way, and it hits you right in the head. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, she needs more corn in her diet. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be. Yeah, that that's the worst part about the parenting. The second worst part about parenting. I'll give you a bonus. This the second worst part about parenting is that now every person who has a kid. Uh, thinks that they're going to be friends with me. Uh, and <laughs> you got to understand. Um, yes. uh, I mean, it, it's like Chet, you're a, you're a classy uh, broadcaster. Why? I, thank I, you. I'm a trained comedian. I mean, you're friends with Jeff, with Jeff, with Jeff Cesario. who was a very funny comic who, when you talk to Jeff, I'm sure it's a very entertaining conversation. Some of my friends are some of the funniest people in the world because right. they're professional comedians. So I love when my neighbor goes, oh, you got the baby. Well, let me tell you about my opinions. And at, whoa, that's, that's, <laughs> that's bad. Sad. I'm tired of hearing about backsplashes in bathrooms. That's, yeah. that's, all, that's all everyone talks about for me. It's like, oh, we got a backsplash. And like, to me, backsplash in the bathroom is when you take a shit and the water hits your ass. Look that's out. a backsplash. That's, a, that's an adult uh unscheduled feces cannon (laughs) yes exactly i don't care about backsplashes i don't care about uh uh, about anything that is going on in your diy network of home repair yeah plus uh no need to go down that 20 minute double wide uh uh stealth stroller a rabbit hole. Uh, nobody needs that conversation. This is sponsored by Goragami, the foldable paper knife. Question number five, golf. Heresy, I know, but I kind of like the Masters in November. Should they switch it permanently to Thanksgiving? It would be a great, great, a huge numbers, I think. And Georgia looks so much crisper and better in the slightly autumn, cooler air down there. I think the whole thing should be switched. Uh, I tell you, uh, I watched it. It was fantastic. It, it, it was nice to hear some good news coming out of Georgia and uh, some authenticity. <laughs> you know, that's good. We know who won. Um, that's fantastic. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, the, the, the Masters was great. Dustin Johnson wins. Um, uh, he set the scoring record uh, at the Masters, and he's also married to Paulina Gretzky. So probably after the tournament, he set another scoring record. Okay. Now, brother, look out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but no, the, the, the Masters in, in, in November, it, you're, you're right. It was beautiful. You had some foliage going on. It, 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 it looked fantastic. But I, I love the Masters in the spring as well, and you don't have football competing with it. You know, it's got its kind of own weekend all to itself. So I would just say don't switch the Masters. Just just add, like, a, add a second tournament. Uh, can we play two tournaments at one of the best golf courses in, in, in the nation? Let's do Masters 2, Autumn Boogaloo. Let, let, let I love it. Another one. How about the Misses? So you've got yeah. the Masters and the Misses. Do yeah. it because uh, really it's going to be better than watching Kent State uh, versus Dayton uh, football <laughs> on a Thursday morning. Go with the mess. That brought to you by hyperbole.com. Each day, a new compliment for your cat. Question number six. We're sc- scratching that one up, although it was brought to you by Glassonine, the eyeglasses that help you see stupidity coming. We're going right to question number seven college football, COVID. Does this season mean that much? I mean, come on. Liberty is ranked. Is it is this is this for real? Should we just call but put three asterisks behind this and call it a day? Yeah, uh, I, I think this season in college football should just be called exactly what it is, and that's the money grab year. It's the money grab year. <laughs> Do you have a workforce that you don't pay that is, that that you still want to put on the field during a motherfucking pandemic? <laughs> It's the money grab year. That's all anyone's doing. Everyone's just trying to get paid. The universities are trying to get paid. The coach is trying to get paid. The networks are trying to get paid. Everyone's trying to get paid. And all they have to do to get paid is, you know, put kids out there during a pandemic. Delightful. It's the money grab year. And here's, here's the thing about college football this year is no matter how many times people tell me about these kinds of things and how horrible the NCAA is and how it is the money grab year, I still watch it and I still love it. Yeah, and I still enjoy yeah. it. It, 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 it. It's like the fog raw of sports. I don't want to know how it got made. No. I just want to like it. You're going to get uh, uh, gout in your ankles, but you're eating it anyway. Brought to you by River Glance, the Irish dance sensation where only their eyes move. Question number eight, NFL fantasy. Is it an addiction or is it on a par with meth? Or is it a healthy way to drive viewership to the NFL? Wow. I like these questions. Yeah, this, uh, one's, this one's an actual question that I cobbled together with legitimate uh, underpinnings. It is It, it is both. Uh, I play the fantasy football. I'm definitely addicted. I don't like what it does to me when, you know, you have a, a, a guy – who just turned his ankle 180 degrees. And my first thought is, Ooh, who, who, who's available on the waiver wiver? You know, you know, like that's, that, that's what I'm thinking about. Not the fact that this man's livelihood just got into question. The fact that he's screaming in pain, the fact that yeah. now he has, that, that, that his family probably saw it. I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking, wait, who's the backup running back for the Carolina Panthers? Like that's what I, that's what I'm thinking about at, 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 at that moment. But at the same time, it's it's something where my friends that I went to high school with that women in the league with, 
it's kept us together. We talk shit to each other the whole year about fantasy football. We have a trophy because we're because we're adults. And uh, yeah, so it's really it, it's kind of like it's kind of like college football. I know it's bad for me, but I still love it. So it helps social interplay at the minor cost of uh, massive pain on the part of many athletes. Sponsored, incidentally, by J.C. Penny, dressing homicide detectives for over 60 years. Question number nine, NFL. Whose side in the divorce are you on, Brady or Belichick or the third section of the courtroom? Don't give a rat's ass. Ah, now this is very individual to me because uh, I'm gonna pan my camera over here, and but I'll but I'll describe what you're seeing right there. Oh yeah, sign, that, that that's a signed jersey of a of a Mr. John Elway. I have uh, I actually have three signed jerseys from him: one signed football, one signed helmet, one signed poster. It's a problem. Um, so it's not as uh, bad as fantasy football yet, but it's yeah. getting there. He's getting there. Uh, I, I I may have named my kid after him. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah. The, you 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 know it. My kid is named uh, Bronco Williams. No, um, actually, it's not a bad name. Maybe the no. Next one. <laughs> yeah, a, that's a tough kid. I'll so be, you're getting I'll... close to a to restraining order territory. Absolutely. Um, so with with the Brady Belichick debate I'm on team Belichick I want him to win I want Brady to lose every game so that I still have a sliver of an argument to say that John Elway is the goat uh and that if you put John Elway with a Bill Belichick then he would have ah. been able to win all those Super Bowls that he lost and probably some more so that's why I root for Team Belichick. I'm now a New England Patriots fan, and I and I'm a Tampa Bay Bucks hater just that, because I wanted yeah. to raise the profile of a of a Mister uh, COVID survivor, John Elway. <laughs> Sponsored by the Thunderburps, the Air Force Belching Team, number ten. Now we're going to skip that one too. Although that one was brought to you by Buffet. Canada's premier all-you-can-eat restaurant. Number 11, parenting again. Best dodge you have that gets you out of uh, some dirty work with the kid. What do you tell your wife in a pinch when you just have to finish that ball game on TV? Ah, I tell them that I'm upstairs in the man cave doing a podcast with an out-of-work sports broadcaster. Uh, <laughs> that that were, my- hey, listen, if I can be of any assistance... <laughs> Let it be that. Can you do another podcast uh, tomorrow night around five o'clock? That's bath time. Uh, Listen, anytime you need, you got the you got the link. Just dial in and text me. I'll come in. We'll tape three minutes. Yeah, if you're not calling the cheese rolling competition, exactly, uh, it'll be available. No, uh, yeah, the best dodge as a comedian in this time of COVID when we're all inside is oh, I have a Zoom meeting. Uh, I've got a Zoom meeting got a sure, podcast nice. and then you get to go out there and uh, do and do do the thing that makes that makes me no money this doesn't make me any money no but, there's you know, nothing in it for anybody it's no, sad not even the listener <laughs> no no it's like improv uh that's sponsored by acetaminophen blow the aspirin right into your face with acetaminophen finally question number 12 showbiz better covid gig 
sold out drive-in theater or 25% capacity nightclub? Oh, okay. Uh, when you read the first one, I was like, okay, I've done that one. So, but I've now done both of them. I, 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 I've, I've done both the sold out drive-in and the sold out, sold out 25% capacity club. Um, I'd say the best one is the sold out 25% club because uh, that's, I mean, I, I've only been selling tickets to my shows really well for about two years. So I, this, the, when I would get a 25% turnout in the before times, that's not too far away from a memory. <laughs> I still know those times. And I, I just go, okay, I'm back here, which is where I expected to be. I never yeah. expected to get anywhere beyond that. So uh Still having the real people that that interaction is good. Uh, not being not being heckled by the horn of an uh, of a ninety two Tercel. Uh, yeah. that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the driving shows are still fun. They're, they 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 were still a blast to do. But there's nothing like the live audience with live people right in front of you laughing. So yeah, I would take a twenty five percent capacity nightclub over a driving. Beautiful. And who really wants to be around when they have to throw out the drunk guy in the F4 150 uh, uh, towing a horse trailer? That Devil's Dozen, sponsored by Spineapple Juice. Drink away bad posture with Spineapple Juice. My guest today, the hilarious Brad Williams. Follow him on Twitter at FunnyBrad. What dates you got coming up? What can we look forward to in the Brad Williams career? And where's your website and all that stuff? All right, bradwilliamscomedy.com. In the month of December, uh, as of right now, I got three shows that are actually happening. Uh, I'm going to uh, the Stress Factory in New Jersey. Uh, sure, Vinny. Vinny Brand. Uh, yeah, Vinny Brand. That's going to that's gonna be the first weekend of, of December. Then I go to LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio, Texas. And then uh, I, ring in, I ring in the new year as God intended with a bunch of rebel Mormons. I'm going to be in Salt Lake city, December 31st, doing, doing two new year's Eve shows. Uh, and, and then two shows on January 1st. So yeah, Salt Lake city, uh, uh, for, uh, for the new year at wise guys comedy club. Wow. Well, listen, everybody stay safe, but get out there and go see Brad, Brad, you stay safe too. Thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Chet. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. His album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming now everywhere. Thanks to all of you for listening. And thanks to my sponsor, Me Undies. Seriously, most comfortable underwear I've ever worn and loungewear, men and women. It comes straight to your door, easy breezy, and start knocking off those Christmas gifts at meundies.com slash pain. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be hosting the new Zoom bloopers for Vin DeBona on boardtotears.com. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.